The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host, who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power. And now, here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there, and welcome to Leadership for Life. Thank you very much for joining us today. And I'm really excited about today's guest, Ben Baker. Today is all about the stories that we tell ourselves, how we present ourselves both personally and professionally. So I'm gonna start the first section talking about you, all about you. And Ben is going to join us and use his amazing experience to talk about how you can show up professionally and use your story in your business. But more about that later. So what sort of stories do you tell yourself about you? I mean, do you think of yourself as someone who is powerful and uh, able to, to deal with life's challenges? Or do you see yourself as someone who finds life difficult? Because the story that you tell yourself in your head is very much going to be how your life pans out. But I want you to think about how do I present myself to the world? What do people see when they see me? And I think it's really interesting that so often what we think we project is not necessarily the reality. So let me give you an example. I work with a lot of people who lack confidence, who want to be confident and assertive. And they assume that there has to be um, uh, a stiff armor in front, the face has to be in a particular way. But actually, if you set the intention that I feel confident and in control, and if you're prepared to fake it till you make it, nobody else can tell whether you're confident or not. The stories that we make up in our head become our reality. So I want to ask you, when you think about yourself and then you compare yourself with other people, do you use the same criteria for yourself as you do others, or do you use different criteria? You know, when you see somebody else has created an achievement, do you give them great credit for that and say, well done, isn't that fantastic? But if you were to do the same, I wonder what words you would use for you. Oh, that was quite good, or it was all right, or it was rubbish. Ultimately, using the same criteria for yourself as you do others is really, really important. I want you to think about what makes you uniquely you? What are the things that you really love about yourself? What are the things that if you, know, you had to describe yourself to a Martian and say, this is, sorry about that, we lost sound, I'm not quite sure but I hope you can hear me now. So I'm gonna repeat what I've just said. 
that ultimately, how would you like to think of yourself or how would you like somebody else to describe yourself, perhaps a Martian who has no idea about you, the human being? One of the best ways to do that is to think about what would the eulogy that is spoken at the time of your passing, what would you like that to say about yourself? What are the stories that they would tell about you as a human being? Are you kind? Are you thoughtful? Are you a bit self-centered? Do you get jealous of other people or do you congratulate other people for their success and think, well, my success is down to me. What am I going to do? Do you look for excuses or do you use when things go a little awry as, as an opportunity to learn and to do things differently? Because ultimately, all of the stories that you create about yourself and about the world and how you fit in actually become your reality. And if you don't like the character that you are, the story that you have at the moment, well, you can change it. It's entirely within your power to change that story. So we're living in a world which is really challenging at the moment. And the stories that we make up about what's going on are going to define how successful or not you are moving forward. So you can make up the story about yourself that I've been made redundant, I'm over 50, nobody's going to want me. Or you can make up the story, I've been made redundant, it's an opportunity for me to rethink my life. Do I want to work for someone else or do I want to set up in business? Um, or do you want to, um, to find a way of using your passions moving forward? All of those, those decisions that you make about the story that you're going to create, give you the platform from which to move forward. If your belief is, I'm over 50, I've been made redundant, nobody's going to want me, then the very intention and energy that you use when you apply for a job or you decide to set up a business are going to mean that you will make very different decisions. They'll be based on that feeling of what's the point? Nobody's going to want me anyway. So as you write your CV or you go into an interview, how you hold yourself will be different. How you speak will be different. The vibration behind how you speak will be different and the outcome will be different. So it's so important that you choose to live an empowering story, that you choose to be the most powerful version of you that you can be. Now, let me get something clear. By powerful, I'm not using it in the context that I'm powerful and you're weak. No, no, no. I'm talking about stepping into your genuine, authentic power which means that you embrace all of you. You embrace your skills, expertise, your potential to be the best version of you. I've said so many times on this show that we are card-carrying students of life. We've never finished learning. You know, I was reminded, I was talking to someone today and we were talking about, you know, when do you consider yourself over the hill? And there are some people who consider themselves over the hill at 50. And there are others who consider themselves over the hill at 60. Well, 
I started my second business at the age of 63. I'm going to be 68 next month, which is a, a quite a sobering thought if you allow it to be. And I'm just expanding what I'm doing and taking it to a whole new trajectory. Age is what you make of it. So rather than thinking about, well, you know, I'm getting old, maybe it's time to retire. No, no, no. The story that I am using is I've got all of that experience, all of that expertise. I still am passionate about what I do and about making a positive difference. What a waste just to watch telly in when we can go out and lunch. Isn't it better for me at least, isn't it better for me to own that experience, expertise, enthusiasm and to use it profitably? But I could just as easily say, well, I'm over the hill. I retired from being a principal, being a head teacher of a large school at the age of 50, 51. I could have at that point decided, well, I've been retired on ill health grounds. That's it. I'm not going to do anything else. But that wasn't the story that I created. And so I started my first business, Gina Gardner Associates, which is a training company. And that still exists today. Genuinely You came about because I wanted to reach more people to make a positive difference, to help them step into their genuine power. So think about what story are you telling yourself? How do you make that story reinforce itself? Because that's what we do. We create a story and then we keep making decisions, talking about it, which makes that the reality. If you change the book, change the record, then you'll have a different story and you'll have a different outcome. You are the leader in your own life, if you choose to be. You, Each of you who are listening or watching this, whether you're listening or watching to the, the live version or the recorded version, recognize that you are an amazing, unique human being. There is only one of you. And that you have so much to offer if you choose to unlock the vault of potentiality. If you choose to see yourself as, what can you do? I'm too old, too fat, too this, too that. That's your reality. You don't have to know all the answers. I certainly don't know all the answers. I'm out of my comfort zone all of the time these days, doing things that are different, learning new bits of software and so on. Ultimately, you have experience, you have expertise. And in this third section today, I'm going to talk to you about how you might use that. But after the break, we're going to talk to Ben Baker. And he has a lifetime's experience of helping people define the story that they're going to use within their business life. Now, it's important that you do this as a human being. Your personal life is incredibly important. You're with you every moment of every day. You can't separate yourself out and put yourself in a wardrobe because you got fed up with it. It's not as if it's like a pair of, of uh, trousers that you've outgrown or um, a shirt that you've gone off. You are with you. So doesn't it make sense to make the best version of you available to yourself all the time? So we're going to have a short break. And after the break, we're going to come back and we're going to have a, a conversation with Ben and we're going to pick his brains 
And if you're thinking about starting a business or perhaps you have a business, then you want to get a pen and paper because Ben's got lots to offer. So I'll see you in a minute. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there. Welcome back. We're going to be talking with Ben Baker, and I'd like to share with you his bio. He's on a mission to help companies stop being commodities and instead be brands worth loving. Over the last 25 years, Ben has enabled companies to tell their story effectively, internally and externally, so that their specific audience listens, understands the value to them and are compelled to engage. Ben's the author of two books, Powerful Personal Brands, A Hands-On Guide to Understanding Yours and Leading Beyond a Crisis, A Conversation About What's Next. He's the host of the syndicated Your Living Brand Live show and creator, brains, and the talent behind the podcast host for Hire program. So please welcome Ben Baker. You're hired. Gina, <laughs> you do an absolutely phenomenal job. Thanks for having me on the show. It's my pleasure. Now, Ben, we met a while ago, and I was very impressed not only with what you do, but who you are. And I thought you have something very special to offer my viewers and listeners. And at the time, you know, it, it was long before we thought this pandemic was going to go on forever and ever and ever. And we've got people who are existing business owners who need to be able to um, 
move things forward and lots of people were thinking about starting a business. But before we get into all of that, could you please share with the audience something about you? I mean, tell us your story. Yeah, I'll do it very quickly. As you said, I've been in the communications game for 25 years. I got out of high tech. I was traveling 200 days a year on the road. I was in a plane 200 days a year and I just got tired of it. And, you know, came to the realization that what I really love doing is helping people tell their stories. And that's where I got into communications. And the first thing that I did was get into direct mail and we killed millions of trees. I, you know, put together half million, million piece direct mail campaigns for the grocery industry, for the casino industry. And we were extremely successful. But what I found out, and this is the thing that I've followed me throughout my career, is that people are reactive. They just want to sit there and throw out advertising without understanding what their brand is, who they are, what they do, why they do it, who they do it for, why these people should care. And all they were doing was sit there going, buy low, sell high. And when you do that, you become a commodity. You know, you're just one of many. And what I wanted to teach people how to do was differentiate themselves. How do I help you tell your story to your audience? Instead of worrying about every single person with a credit card and a pulse, let's figure out who are the people that truly care about you, the yeah. people you can truly help and be able to move forward. So that's what I've been doing for the last 25 years. And by the way, I started Your Brand Marketing on January 2008, if there was a time to start during yeah, the last <laughs> recession. So if anybody wants to talk about starting a business during a crisis, I can write a whole book on what to do and what not to do. Isn't it interesting? Because I had started um, Gina Gardner Associates, but until 2008, it was all about training in corporates. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly in one week, I lost every contract because they annihilated the training budget. And so I then redeveloped that and that was to work with SMEs and to work on a much more sustained basis strategically. I'm really interested in this business, this, this differentiation between being a commodity and being a brand that people love. Because for me, I think it makes the strategic difference. And you know, businesses I've worked with who have, have when I've joined working with them have been, you know, we've got to make it cheaper. We've got to make it cheaper to the point when you say, well, at what point are you going to make any profit out of this? <laughs> um, you're cutting your own throat. But I'd be really interested if you could, for many people, that's this is quite an unusual, different way of looking at things. So talk us through the principles. Well, the principles are really this simple, is that, most people in the world will never care about you, will never know about you, will never buy from you, will never even consider you. And the first thing you need to be is okay with that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's 7.5 billion people in the world. The question is, how many people can you as a company actually serve? Some people it's 50, some people it's 100, some people it's 500, some people it's 5,000, some people it's 100,000. Yeah. But you don't have unlimited capacity. And what you need to sit there and say, what is our purpose? What are we trying to do? Why do we do it? What is important to our customers? How can we wow them? How can we be different from the person down the street, across the, you know, the state, around the you know, different country, whatever? Because we live in a global economy. 
And if all we are doing is competing on price, we are just, you know, we are just somebody that eventually is just going to be playing the cost game. Yeah. And we have to be cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. But if we can tell a story that differentiates us, that gets people to understand why we're important to them, that why we think that they matter to us and vice versa, we can build brand champions. And that's both inside the company and outside the company. And those people are not as price sensitive. They're more loyal. And they're going to be able to be the people that are going to tell everybody else to say, you know what, you have to deal with this company because. And it's a matter of understanding that and building your company accordingly. I couldn't agree with you more because ultimately there will be people who will go for the cheap stuff. Absolutely. But so often you learn that cheap isn't necessarily best. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, whether it's we offer great quality service or our products not the cheapest and you actually make that a sales point it's not the cheapest but actually it's going to last you it's going to serve the purpose you can rely on that and those messages are just so important aren't they well it it's funny because just before covid i was just about to get a, a brand new set of business cards i'm actually one of these people who actually carries business cards hands them out and loves the conversations they start but these were going to be die cut metal two-sided printed uh, uh uh business cards with it with a deboss like they were expensive i think these cards were two dollars a piece and i was going to buy a couple thousand or going to buy a thousand of these things so it was an investment yeah but when you hand one of these out the first thing you're telling people is i believe in quality and i don't work cheap but the other thing you're telling them is I believe in me. Absolutely. That Absolutely. You, that, you know, I, I have that faith that what I'm offering you is such a good product that I'm prepared to invest to make sure I give you the very best. Exactly. And we need to be able to, pre you know, present that. Yeah. We need to be able to present that we are a quality person. I see this horribly in the promotional product industry. People buy promotional products, call it swag, call it, you know, trinkets, yeah. call it whatever you want to call it. They buy the most cost-effective thing that they can find. They just say, I, I need 500 of this under a dollar. Yeah. The problem is when you hand somebody a, a, something under a dollar, first of all, you're handing them a present. And what you're doing is you're trying to start the relationship with them. Yeah. When you hand them a cheap pen or a cheap whatever that's poor quality, ill-made, doesn't represent your brand very well, doesn't add value to them, that's the story that you're telling your customer. Yeah. You know, if you hand somebody a 39-cent pen when you could have spent a buck and that 39-cent pen leaks in somebody's pocket, all they remember is that your pen leaked in their pocket and nothing else. How do you think, let's let's work on the, the basis of somebody who's starting up, because I think there sure. are lots of people who are in that place at the moment. Absolutely. And perhaps they've always historically, or hysterically, not quite sure which, or maybe both, they've worked for another company. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give them in terms of how they can organize their thinking so they start from the right place? I think that the first thing you need to do in any business is saying, are there enough people that I don't know 
that actually will pay for the service that I want to provide, that I can actually truly provide value to a minimal viable audience. It's, it's, it's an audience of people, and it might be 50 people, it might be 10 people, it might be 100 people, whatever, where you can go out there and test the market before yeah. you before you you know get the fancy leather furniture before you you know put out the moniker before everything just sit there and say do people want this are do they see this valuable does it solve problems that they actually have yeah. and have those conversations with people and say listen we're looking about putting this in the market what do you think yeah and be able to have conversations that is not your mother, that's not your girlfriend, that's not your best friend, yeah. people that are out there that have no vested interest in telling you how wonderful you are. And have them sit there and say, what do you think about this? Yeah. Do you think that this is something you would buy? And if not, why not? And be able to sit there and take you know, the time and the effort and appreciate the responses that they're going to give you. Because you may think you have a wonderful idea. You may think you have a business proposition. But if people who actually have money in their pocket are not willing to trade that money for your service, you don't have a business. No. And that takes a bit of confidence, doesn't it? Not to take the feedback personally. It's about the product, not about you. Exactly. And what you're going to learn from it is how you can make it better. You probably have a pretty good idea. Yeah. You probably have something that has some merit, but you might have gone left when you should have gone right. You know, there there might be something that you've done that is not exactly, you know, exactly what you want it to do. And therefore, you may need to change it, augment it, you know, reposition it a little bit before yeah. you go to market. And that's really important. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask then, you talk about differentiating yourself and often people go into, um, you know, a crowded market. Yeah. So for example, my work is all about empowerment, training, coaching, and so on. Very crowded market. And so let's say somebody's starting up a new business in that. And there is obviously an appetite for it because otherwise all of these people would not be um, working in that, what what questions could people ask themselves in terms of refining their story so that they do stand out? What makes me different? And it could be the fact that you speak two languages. It could be the fact that you come from this type of upbringing. It could be the fact that you went to this type of school. It could be the fact that you went and spent a year living in France for a year. It, there could be Something that is unique to you, and each one of us have something that's unique to us. Well, even if it's just that we bring our particular experience to the table. Absol absolutely. And it's a matter of going into business and telling that story as if it's your own. It's being authentically you is what yeah. I tell people. I, you know, I hate the phrase, and I know you used it, is the fake it till you make it. Mm. Because the problem is fake it till you break it breeds inauthenticity. I want to just be very clear about it, how I was using that. Yeah. I'm not talking about being something that being something you're not, but in terms of have the intention of the confidence, perhaps before you feel confident, that's not about presenting yourself or your product as something different. Exactly. And I think that that's, a, that's really important to tell people. And I, and I assume that's where you were going with it. Yeah. But that's, you know, I wanted to be perfectly clear because there's a lot of people out there that have the Lamborghini lifestyle on social media that, you know, they've got 
the, the pictures of them in front of the big house or the plane or the or Lamborghini, or whatever, it's a Lamborghini that they saw on the side of the road and they took two or three yeah. selfies with it. You know, they rented a jet for an hour to be able to take some pictures of themselves inside the jet. And they're creating a lifestyle that really isn't theirs. Yeah. You know, and that that's dangerous. But to be able to sit there and say, you know what, I'm just starting out this company, but this is my vision. This is where we want to go. These are the type of things. This is the experiences that brought me to this point. This is the knowledge I had. This is how I could help these particular people. And this is where I want to go with the company. People will embrace that. People want to find out not as much about your company, but about you. And when you even, especially if you're a solopreneur or a small business owner, you may have a company name, but truly and absolutely, when you're starting out any business, you're selling yourself. And they, you need to be able to sell that confidently. They do say, don't they, that it's people buy from people. They don't, it's not about the product. If they trust you, then they're going to want to uh, engage with you. One of the things I'd like to talk about before um, we run out of time is your podcast hosting and the service that you offer. Because podcasting seems to me a, a really great platform for people to get their story out that's one of the reasons why I do this show is so that people can see what I'm about and the things that are important to me so can you talk us about how that that came about and the service that that actually offers sure I've been podcasting for years I've been you know helping companies tell their stories and be able to enable them to have a story and during COVID I really came to this idea I sat there and said you know what I've had a successful podcast. I understand a lot about the podcasting industry. I also realized that there was an amazing statistic that said between uh, 2018 and 2020, half a million podcasts were created and 70% of them failed in 10 episodes or less. And the reason for that is, is that most people sit there going, oh, I can speak. I can run a podcast. They don't know anything about the strategy. They don't know how to set up the podcast. They don't know how to get guests. They don't know how to continue the conversation. They don't know how to do the editing. They don't know how to produce it. All those things that go along with it. We work with companies, mostly $50 million and above, to create them an end-to-end process where we're even either coach their on-air people or we can become their on-air person. And what it is designed for that now for smaller companies will come in and do some consulting for them and help them set up their podcast and let them just do it on their own successfully. But for larger companies that realize we see the value of a podcast, we know that this is going to help us out, but we don't have the in-house talent to do this ourselves. We don't know who would host it. We don't know how to distribute it, et cetera will give them an end-to-end solution that allows them to have the benefit of a podcast without them having the in-house talent. So can I ask, is this a podcast that is um, where it's broadcast internally or externally or both? You know, it depends on the companies. We've worked with some companies that only use it internally as an intranet. Right. You know, they, they do it internally and it's mostly for an internal education. It's you know done for that. But we also have companies that sit there and say, you know what, it's really important that this information gets out and we want to interview key employees. We want to interview strategic partners. We want to interview yeah. vendors. We want to interview customers. 
and be able to tell the story and find out, okay, what are the things that our customers are looking for? Let's get experts in that marketplace and interview them as well. So it becomes a value add piece, both internally and externally. Which seems to be win-win for everybody, doesn't it? Absolutely. So if people wanted to do that, we were interested in either a learning how to do it or wanted a job done completely, um, how do they get in touch with you? What do they do? The easiest way is through the website podcasthostforhire.com. You know, that that is it goes to a specific page on my on my main website. Um, it gives you people an idea of what the program can be. And, and, you know, there isn't a stock box answer. The answer is, what do you want your show to be? Let's sit okay. down and let's talk about the goals. I'm always willing to give people 30 minutes of free consultation to sit there and figure out what are their goals, what are their aspirations, what are they trying to do? And then we can get into it uh, there. But for me, it's important, first of all, to say, why do you want a podcast? And, and then are- go from there. What are the potential benefits to a company of having a podcast? Well, the first benefit is enabling you to tell your story and and add your value and build trust. What we do is we create 30 pieces of social content out of every show. So blog posts, uh, audiograms, short videos, uh, social media posts, et cetera, that you can turn around and create a content library out of every single show. So what it's doing is it's creating this ongoing content machine for your company, as well as what it's doing is it's allowing people to know, like, and trust you in a way that's not salesy. It's a way that they can you know, communicate with you without communicating with you. They can listen to it in their car, on their run, on their walk, at home, whatever, without feeling that they're being sold to. Sounds great. And it sounds Uh, so important generally but when you've got people working remotely where people are isolated it seems to me that the power of it is just enormous oh it is i mean think about the multinational corporation think about the multinational corporation that doesn't know what the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing yeah and that happens more times than not this division has no idea what that division is doing so to be able to get in there and tell the story of what's going on in the different divisions Mm -hmm what's happening in the different companies, what are the who are the vendors, what are the suppliers, et cetera, you know, you're able to build greater insights and they build emotional ties between the employees and the company that they work for and turn them into champions of the brand because they have a better understanding of the overall vision and purpose of the company yeah. and how they belong. Sounds brilliant to me. We are coming to the end of our time, sadly. There's so much to talk about. So, um, You've talked about where people can um, get in contact with you. Those details will be in the show notes. Have you any um, thing that you'd like to just leave us with before we finish this segment? Yeah, when you're telling your story, be authentic. Nobody wants to say, I started my company, I made $10 million at the end. They want to know the journey. Think yeah. of it like the Lion King. It's, it's, the, it's the challenges and the successes. It's what you learned from both and how it's made you better. So when you're building a brand story, when you're telling the story of your brand, don't you know forget to tell people about the challenges because that's what makes you interesting, that's what builds tapestry, and that's what builds the emotional connections. Ben, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, you've added huge value. Please do get in touch with him, he can help you enormously. Ben, a huge thanks again. 
Don't go away, folks, that when we come back after the show, I'll share with you Ben's choice for the B1G1 giving. Um, and also, uh, there's other things to talk about. So please don't go away. Ben, thanks for thank having you. me. Thanks My for having pleasure. me, Gina. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for a Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and welcome back. Um, as you know, every uh, week I invite my guests to choose from three potential projects that are run by B1G1. And we're proud partners with B1G1. Then chose to help women in Malawi um, receive microloans and also mentoring once a fortnight to help them build up a, a business that will take them out of poverty. The ongoing training is absolutely essential in imparting relevant skills such as financial literacy to ensure that the businesses are sustainable and profitable in the long run. And in doing that, they actually learn um, to be able to, um, to bring their families out of poverty. What an amazing gift that is. Um, and that gift will be given to, uh, will we'll pay for 20 days um, of, of the mentoring so that that will help um, one of those ladies sustain her business. So in her first year of business, she will get 20 days of support. So thanks, Ben. And that will be donated on behalf of Genuinely You. Don't forget too that you as the listener have the capacity to help because for every 100 listeners live or downloaded, um, we will uh, buy meals to help people 
take them out of the poverty and stop them being hungry. Just think about it. You don't know where your next meal is coming from. If you're a child, you can't learn. If you are an adult, it's very difficult to operate and work effectively. So you can help. So please spread the word, get other people to download on iHeartRadio, on the W4CY YouTube channel, um, and actually to get them to come and listen to the live program as well, be fantastic. But I want to spend the last few minutes of the show talking about your expertise, your experience, your enthusiasms, and how you can use that by writing a book. And I know many people talk about the fact I've got a book within me, and I'm talking about um, a, not a novel, I think that's a very different technique, but there are ways of writing a book which are very easy and that also are provided in a, in a format that people can use as an intentional journal or a workbook that will help them uh, work their way through whatever it is. And I've written a number of these books and the one that I think I'm going to suggest you go and have a look is called Embrace the Author Within. And it talks about my publishing journey, and I think I've published about 11 books now. And I've done all sorts of things. My, first, you know, we talk, uh, Ben talked about his calling card, his expensive metal calling card. Well, when I first started my business, um, the Gina Gardner Associates business, my calling card was a couple of books that I'd written. And those day, in those days, you couldn't self-publish on Amazon, which you can do now for absolutely free. It doesn't have to cost you anything. Um, and the result was that that was my credibility. But it, in those days, everything had to be paid for, and I had to buy a minimum of a thousand books once they'd been, all been published. It was very clunky. But it enabled me to go into corporates and to large organizations and say, these are my books, this is who I am, this is what I do. So my authentic credibility was proven. Now, the later books are a much lighter touch in that they have a detailed introduction with principles, and then they're set out in such a way that it helps people structure for themselves. So in harnessing the author, with, uh, embrace the author within, it enables you um, to set out what are the things you're going to write about, what are the, the points that you want to get across. And these can be professional in the sense that you can save people time or you can save them a heartache, but it could be that you have a hobby or a life experience that you think that other people would find helpful. It could save them um, difficulty, save them going down cul-de-sacs or wasting time, energy and money. And one such book, for example, I'm a, a celiac, um, and I wrote a book, um, How to Live Well, Eat Well uh, with Celiac Disease, because I couldn't find the information all in one place. And so as I'd gathered it for myself, so I've turned it into a book. So what expertise, experience, and enthusiasm are you sitting on um, that you could share with someone else and help them by sharing your story. You can publish through KDP on Amazon and the book gives you some indicators of how to do that. And you can create something of real value to other people, but at the same time, demonstrates your understanding, your knowledge, your uh, experience, your passion and so on, and be of real value to other people. It seems to me so sad that when people leave um, the world, professional world, 
that often their experience and expertise is just lost. It drifts away. You know, think about what you have to offer. And you have got life experiences. I was talking to somebody the other day. I've been working with them. And they, um, they have been through a very, very difficult and messy divorce. The complication added by the fact that they belong to uh, a particular culture where divorce is really challenging for women. Um, and so they have set out all of the things that they found difficult, how they navigated that, and indicators of how people can help themselves um, in that situation. So you are the expert in your own life. You're the only person who's lived it. And so what experience and expertise have you got to offer? How can you help other people? I was speaking to somebody this morning and they run a charity um, providing football boots for children in Africa so that they're not trying to play football in, in bare feet. And it's part of an educational program. And they've been doing some amazing work, working with businesses, raising money, uh, and enabling these young people to have a sense of um, enjoyment, develop teamwork, um, and increase their, their sporting skills, uh, and to do it in a way that makes them feel valued, that people care. And he too has decided to share his journey. And a lot of his journey has been around dealing with difficult problems. You know, how do you find the right person to speak to? How do you make sure that the, um, that the resources that you're sending get to the right people? Ultimately, you have that capacity within you. Or it might be that you have a family um, history and that you want to share that before it disappears. Take the opportunity to talk to the older people in your family and find out from them um, the history and what's gone on before all of that information um, dissipates and gone. I wish I had thought about doing that earlier. I've only got the sort of memories of what my parents talked about and often those are Homeric memories. So when I talk to my sister, we've got vastly different memories of what my parents have said about certain things. So this is an opportunity for you. You need to be aware first and foremost, otherwise you can't do it. But we're making you aware. Ben was talking about, you know, utilizing the thinking around what differentiates who I am, what I'm doing, what can I offer other people? Well, it may not be that you, you may be that you don't want to start a business, but maybe you have got a book inside you. You've got something to offer other people. And Embrace the Author Within, which is on Amazon. It's also on my website, genuinely-u.com. And also my training hub, which is ginagardnerassociates.co.uk, that you can buy the books from there, any of those platforms. And it will help you structure your approach to becoming a published author. So thanks so much for joining me this week. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I am really looking forward to speaking to you next week when we've got Mark Anthony King and he is doing some amazing work, helping people back from the brink, the brink of, of wishing to take their own lives. And he's got a very powerful story. Um, so I look forward to seeing you then. Take care, be safe, become the leader of your own life. Bye-bye now. 
You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcast.